0: Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Oh, hi. If you're looking for another spooky and funny podcast to add to your rotation, check out
1: Anything Bones, now part of the Podmoth Network. Hey, Boneheads. I'm Sophie Schwartz. And I'm Caitlin Hart. And we're the hosts of Anything Bones, the podcast where we talk about bones and bone-related topics. So. What are bone-related topics? Thank you for asking, Caitlin. This can be anything from mausoleums to murderers, famous skeletons to cadaver dogs, bone churches, mummies, serial killers. You'll hear about them all. And sometimes we have guests stop by and tell us their favorite bony
0: tales. Check out Anything Bones on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever your little heart desires.
1: We release new episodes every Saturday. Bone voyage. Voyage! Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Cryptic Cocktail Party, a show where we have a few drinks, share a few laughs, take a dive into the unknown. I am your incredibly hungover host, David Prescott, joined once again by the most handsome boy I know, Nicholas Eisman. What's going on, buddy? You look hungover. I, f- dude, all right. It's the past two weeks have been a nonstop roller coaster of just torturing my body. <laughs> it's not okay. Cause we well, we went to Vegas last weekend for when we were young mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the desert is a very hostile environment. And I hated being there every second of it. It was so fucking really? hot. I dude. love Vegas. Oh dude. Fuck Vegas. Everything's way too expensive. It's just hot all the time. And it's a dry heat. Go fuck yourselves with that bullshit. Dry heat sucks. Cause you just, as soon as you try to cool off, by getting water on you, it immediately evaporates. You don't cool down at all. It's a nightmare.
0: You, you gotta drink it.
1: Well yeah, I drank it. I even had the liquid H uh liquid I almost said liquid HIV. Uh liquid <laughs> liquid yeah, that's IV. That's a different
0: that's for a completely different podcast. Welcome got, to Liquid HIV we, cocktail party.
1: Yeah, we just had the liquid IV things, and that didn't help at all. It also didn't help that the second day we were in Vegas, I got incredibly sick <laughs> and was sick the entire time. And then uh, as you know, this weekend was my birthday and I decided to keep fucking up my body by drinking nonstop and then going to a show and moshing, which I haven't done in a long time. And then my bones hurt. All my bones hurt, Nick.
0: I I would have been there with you, but I went to a terrible haunted house last night. Rich and I were (laughs) visibly upset. What was so bad about it? The lines were way too long. There was like, it was just not good. What's Not good for, for $45 hairs. It just wasn't, oh. wasn't worth the, the two attractions that were there. It was an hour away from Rich's house. Yeah. That's a box. top ranked in New Jersey. My ass top ranked in New Jersey. and it- I would have just went to six flags if I knew that was the case. Like it was fun while I was walking around, but at least six flags, like you spend 60 bucks, to get the, you get the roller coasters. You get the, the gobble ghoul running around with a chainsaw. Hmm.
1: Sorry, I had to <laughs> rehydrate. I'm fucking dying. Uh well I'm sorry I had a, bu- a bummer haunted house. There's nothing more of a bummer than a than a like a shitty haunted house. Like yeah, I like I love that stuff. I live for haunted houses. Well, like especially like if, if there's a long line to get in, you can kind of like hear the haunt going on, and then you're like, well, now I kind of know what to expect before I even get in there. You know what I mean? See, like that's the
0: crazy part is we didn't hear a goddamn thing.
1: Really? Didn't it it just thing. sucked no matter what. It was just yeah. all bad. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry, man. That's like, but hey, you know I'll cheer you up. Cryptids, kite. Uh, I don't know if I'd consider this a cryptid. We'll we'll figure it out. But it's. Just, I'm sure you're gonna love this story. I think I, I always hope. do. Do you? I always do. All right. So you want to dive right in, dive right into this? Are you familiar with the terrible flying jelly bags of Sweden? <laughs> I'm gonna go by your face.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna have to, you know, tell everyone that's not seeing my facial reaction to this. That's gonna be a big fat no, okay, David.
1: No, big I fat no. I didn't think you would be familiar with it. All right, and you said jelly bags. Oh yeah, we'll get. Don't worry. It's, <laughs> it's all right. So on December twentieth, nineteen fifty eight, a couple of dudes from Sweden named Hans Gustafsson, age twenty five. And his buddy Stig Rydberg, age thirty. That's a gr-
0: that's a great name. <laughs>
1: Stig is a great name. Uh, they're heading back to Hans's mother's house after a night on the town with their lady friends. Now I have no idea what Swedish nightlife was like in the 19- in like 1958. I'm gonna assume it was fucking weird. I don't know why I feel that way. I just do. I think that they love the nightlife. They love to boogie. <laughs> they like
0: the disco and ride. <laughs>
1: Oh, but I, I did. I did learn that the 1958 World Cup was in Sweden, so that's kind of cool. And then really? the first indoor hockey rink was inaugurated there, so it's kind of fun. That part doesn't surprise me. They they love their hockey. Yeah, I just assumed it would be sooner than
0: 1958. I mean, well, how they gonna how they gonna cool the ice? Oh,
1: it's indoor. Fair. I didn't even think about the technology. <laughs> They <laughs> needed to do something like that. Anyways, as uh, as the pair traveled the quick trek back to Heinsberg. Holy shit. <laughs> I can't read somebody's, Swedish names. Somebody's having a, a time of his life. It's Swedish names and my brain is on fire. I don't understand what's happening. So as the pair traveled I, the quick sorry. Tra- trek back to Heisenberg from Hagenas, Hans was forced to slow his car down to a crawl due to an unusually thick and soupy fog that pretty much obscured everything. Think like like the mist type of fog.
0: Ooh, great movie. That mist is terrifying. I yeah. don't like
1: it. So finally around 3 a.m. near the village of Domston, they decided to pull off the road to stretch their legs, wait for the fog to roll out, and take a quick roadside piss. Uh, that's actually what they said they were doing. I didn't add that in for flair. They were actually just taking piss on the side of the road. So as they were taking turns pissing on a tree or crossing streams or whatever, they noticed a weird glow coming from the trees about 150 yards away and being young and presumably drunk as all hell, considering it's 3 a.m. They're coming from a night out on the town and they're pissing on the side of the road. They decided to go check. I mean, it we,
0: out. we've all been there.
1: Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. Listen, I, I pee on the side of the
0: road even when I'm not hungry, like
1: hammered. Oh, yeah. I pee on the side of the road all the time. I did it in the middle of the desert because I could not hold it. And then there was a cow. <laughs> First off, you really weren't in the middle of the desert. You were in Vegas. No, we went we drove to the Grand Canyon. Oh, did you really? Yeah, we were in the desert. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then Vegas is the desert. You fucking fool, outside of the
0: strip, you're in the desert. Yeah, but you're really not you're not in Vegas when you're outside of the strip. You're like
1: you're in technically you're in the
0: desert. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Stop derailing the show, you Nicholas.
0: Don't, you don't know what you're talking about. So these, so they're, they're hammered. I've been to Vegas, you know, and I haven't been to Sweden. I, I don't know anything
1: about these, these flying jelly bags. Well, as they were walking to the source of the unknown lights, they stopped by a no camping in this area sign, and that's when they spotted the source of the mysterious lights illuminating through the fog. It was a three foot high, 15 foot wide saucer that they said was, quote, made of a peculiar shimmering light that changed color. I don't know if I was I talking to you about this or Luke, but like, why do UFOs always change color, like change color lights? Like, why is that?
0: So I have heard a few different theories on this. Yeah. Uh, The most popular is especially in our atmosphere and our airspace. They're trying to blend in with planes, with helicopters and stuff like that. Okay. Um, The other train of thought there is, too, is based on the movie uh, Close Encounters of a Third Kind where they're using lights to almost
1: communicate. Okay. Because I think when it, the the Pescaqualla Space Penguin one episode we did, that also yes. had like a... Like it spun different colored lights on the inside and shit like that too. And I think there was another one that did it. I just don't understand the reasoning why, but that, that makes sense. They either want to blend in or they're trying to communicate. That tracks. I'll take it. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that all the way to the bank. So... Now, up to this point, this sounds just like another boring UFO alien story. And Nick, I didn't bring you on here to waste your time. That's not what I'm about. Okay. This is where the story gets fucking bonkers. <laughs> I mean, listen,
0: I don't think you were, I, I'm already sold. You got flying jelly bags. Oh,
1: yeah. Okay, ha- I'm a man who loves, I'm a man who loves jelly. Bro, we haven't even gotten to the jelly bags yet. <laughs> That's why I'm already invested. No, before they could really take in what they were seeing because I'm assuming that seeing a UFO would probably make it kind of like pause and shut down for a second. The two suddenly found themselves surrounded by three foot long undulating jelly blobs that (laughs) Rydberg described as looking like a protozoa that was bluish in color and hopped and jumped like globs of animated jelly. Which, again, I'm sure would kind of make you just sit there for a minute in disbelief because you'd probably think like, what the fuck is going on? Which is probably what happened because... (laughs) What? What do you say? So you just look at, like, imagine this. You're hammered. You've Mm -hmm. had, I don't know what
0: the Swiss drink. I imagine it's something fancy. You're going to go with champagne. Okay. Hammered off champagne. And you see a, essentially just a a blob. Yeah. Just kind of going through
1: flash animations. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. In front of you. That's terrifying. Yeah. But... It gets worse because before, like I said, before they could even really read the room, the jellies swarmed over Rydberg and Gustafsson, engulfing their limbs inside their surprisingly tough gelatinous body. Now, with their suction like force, the jellies started dragging them back to their ship while other jellies around them did what the two described as some sort of macabre dance around the ship, but also around them. And also they smell that apparently it's said that they smelled strongly of ether and burnt sausage. So that's a, that's an award-winning combination right there. If you ask me, <laughs> your face says I, you don't enjoy that.
0: <laughs> no, I like, I honestly kind of hate that to yeah, be completely like everything about it. I, I don't like, <laughs> how do I put this? Cause I, I enjoy a jam. Mm-hmm. Right, like I enjoy like grape jelly, but I don't like. You remember when a uh, gloop was the thing when people were super into like the uh, the slime? Oh yeah, the like Nickelodeon slime and shit. Like I that. hate. Well, I got slimed as a kid. Okay, true, true story. Did it traumatized you you? I, Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> I had it like in my ears. It smelled like rotten pears. I'm allergic to pears. It was a whole whole long deal. So now anyone's making like that cornstarch slime and I see it on TikTok like the the hair on my arms (laughs) stands up. So this is actually a genuine nightmare of mine of being pulled back to an alien
1: spaceship by just. Slime time slime. Yeah. And this is now, mind you, this is all happening while other jellies are fucking like dancing in like a weird midsummer fucking like. Yeah.
0: What is <laughs> this? the Taylor Swift movie like
1: premiere? Dude. It's With Swifties
0: though. dancing around? Yeah. No. Oh.
1: But also, Nick, it gets worse. So the men obviously frantic tried to escape, but as soon as either of them got an appendage out from one of the, like the dancing jelly bags, another one would just latch on. uh Rydberg even tried punching one, which is probably the worst idea because he just ended up getting enveloped up to his elbow in jelly. Now, finally, Rydberg was able to get free and made a mad dash for the car. Looking back over his shoulder, he can see that Gustafsson wasn't so lucky, which I mean, I get it. I, like if it was the two of us, I'd fucking bail too. I'm sorry. Like honestly, say, fuck you. Fuck those jellies. I'm out of here. <laughs> I love you, but like, I can't do the jellies, man. Yeah, No, it's like a gray. I'd punch a gray for you. Yeah, because there's, Well, a because they're solid, and I feel like just the first reaction to punch something that is clearly already engulfing you, not, not the best look. In my opinion, I want to know what happened to this guy. Oh well, uh... Gustafson could only (laughs) watch. (laughs) Well, Gustafson could only watch as his friend ran away, leaving him to be swarmed by these jelly-like creatures, which have now engulfed him up to his abdomen. And we're pulling him so hard that he's now horizontal to the ground as he's holding on to the no camping sign for dear life. The other thing, too, is that these things float. They're not on the ground. So they're like hovering above the ground, bouncing around and fucking shit like that. So they're just pulling him, and he's just horizontal to the ground. That's how forceful they are. Um, I don't know if them not having feet makes it worse or better. I don't think it's so either. much worse. It, I don't think it makes it worse or better. I think it's just all nightmarish all around. <laughs> no, I, I hate. Oh, it's, all, it's all, even if they had feet. I hate this. Yeah, it's all bad. Now, Rydberg, being decidedly not the hero of this story, obviously, because he ran away from his friend, realized there's nothing he could do and just continued his mad dash to the car with two of the globs hot on his heels. He was able to get to the car, hop inside, and slam the door before being, you know, like globulated by the jelly yeah. globs Glob- globulated that's i don't know i just what i wrote <laughs> no he when he got in the car he punched his fist into the car horn he did this in the hopes of getting someone like anyone's attention to come help them they're, but they're in the middle of really nowhere but luckily for the pair the sound of the car horn seemed to have scared the jelly bags because the two outside the car immediately turned around and headed back to the ship while the ones that were wrapped around gustafson released him from their grip and he fell to the ground in just like a heap just an absolute pile of a man (laughs) like just crumpled now obviously feeling a sense of relief and adrenaline he immediately got to his feet and ran for the car looking behind him briefly to see the disc-shaped craft taking off into the sky the two men now safely in the car they just sat there in silence obviously tears streaming down their face the scent of burnt sausage lingering in the air the encounter only lasted five minutes uh but i'm I'm assuming it's something that stuck with them for a lifetime. It took the men over 25 minutes of like just stunned silence and sobbing to calm down long enough to finish the drive home. Normally you think that's where this story would end, but (laughs) please tell me there was more sightings of these fucking things. There was not. But once the two men got home, they decided that they weren't going to speak a word of this encounter to anyone. They weren't too like worried about being like, ridiculed or mocked or anything like that like like obviously that was going to be that was going to happen no matter what they were more worried about like their mental state being brought into question like people thinking they were Checks just out. absolutely crazy um so for three days they just kept quiet uh Rydberg was unable to sleep for those three days and both him and gustafson uh were clearly suffering from anxiety depression just full-on like ptsd from the encounter uh But it wasn't just the mental health that plagued them. They also obviously had physical injuries, bruises, scrapes, bloodshot eyes. I'm assuming from crying and the ether smell probably didn't help that. Uh, And those injuries didn't go unnoticed. Both Hans's mom and brother noticed the change in both his and his friend's behavior as well as the injuries. So Hans decided it was time to come clean. Uh, And he ended up him and Stig ended up telling Hans's mom about the experience over breakfast uh, here's how his mom described her reaction to being told the story, quote, I burst out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what do you honestly, though, what do you expect
0: is going to happen? Yeah. Right? Like I know for a fact, if I told either of my parents that Angela would laugh her ass off at me.
1: Oh, yeah. And Paul sure.
0: just wouldn't. I don't think he'd even have a reaction but like, sure, Nick
1: that sucks (laughs) the bummer man
0: go about his day
1: well yeah but i mean what are you gonna do be like do you want me to go find the aliens for you like what do you i mean i guess maybe console them but yeah so basically he told his mom and then just like his worst fear came true she just laughed at him his brother laughed at him but it wasn't long after the group realized that this wasn't just some made-up story but an actual event that happened to these two young men that left them pretty shaken to their core. So Hans's mom did what any good mother would do to try and help get her son the help, you know, that he needs. So she contacted the largest newspaper in Sweden and told her son's story to them.
0: Because what could go wrong?
1: Well, no one really knows why she decided to go to the press to tell her son's story, which I'm almost 100% certain that she did without his knowledge. I don't think he knew Oh no, he didn't know in the slightest bit. Yeah. He had no fucking idea. No. So some say she legit thought it would help maybe someone see it and he'd be able to get like a mental evaluation or like someone could come and try and research it. Others say it was a drum up business for their dry cleaning business that she ran that her son and Stig, I believe, also worked at. Either way, nothing good came from from Well,
0: yeah, because why would you want to go to the dry cleaners that gets attacked by slime? True, and I bet that shit stains your clothes. Oh, absolutely stains probably destroys it like yeah. texture wise. I can't imagine it'd be wearable after that. I would burn it. It's, immediately. Not, <laughs> it's not what you need. Oh yeah. I'd burn myself afterwards.
1: Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't fuck with slime. I yeah, just don't. It's all over. Now the two quickly became very well known in Sweden. And in January of 1959, they were called into Helsingborg police station for an interview that quickly became what boiled down to an 11, in an, an 11 hour interrogation. Uh, officially, the interview was to satisfy the military and their concerns about unknown technologies infiltrating their airspace. But in reality, uh, they were just trying to get them to confess that it was all a hoax and none of it actually happened. But right. the boys kept to their story. The cops even wired the room to try and catch them talking about the quote-unquote hoax when they thought they were alone. Uh, but they stuck with the story. They never changed it once. Uh, so after the brutal interrogation and a whole slew of physical and psychological tests, which lasted almost a week the men were officially deemed physically and mentally fit uh, but that didn't matter because officially the swedish military still deemed it a hoax and totally just shit on these dudes uh so yeah but there you have it that is the the story of the terrible flying jelly bags aka the domston blobs now nick i'm gonna ask how you're feeling about this, but I can already guess that you fucking hate it, but
0: I like this. (laughs) I hate it. I genuinely Dave, I cannot wait to not think about this anymore. (laughs) Um, like I, so I love aliens, right? I like hearing about alien encounters. I like hearing about, uh, like as fuck as I like hearing abduction cases. Yeah. I think there's something to be learned there, right? There's a lot of cool shit that's going on. But there's no motive with these fucking blobs. You can't even you can't even get a face reading on it. At least the gray you can kind of see, like, you know, there's facial expressions. Yeah. This is a blob. You're literally dealing with like, you know, the pink blob from Phoenixville just pulling you back into a ship. Not to mention <laughs> your mom laughs at you when you tell her, <laughs> right? And then like in the entirety of your country then knows which is true for you know most larger alien sightings and abductions yeah. and all that stuff. But like, Oh, by the way, your government thinks that it's a hoax and <laughs> essentially tells you to go fuck yourself. Yeah. I hate. I, I, and every time Stig walks into a bar, they're like, Hey Stiggy. <laughs> or hold on. It's the, I can't do a Switzerland <laughs> accent or Swiss accent or I would do it, but they're like, Hey Stig, where are your blobs? And they're like, uh, what happens if his
1: partner's like mildly overweight? Oh, well, they were three feet tall, so it's fine. But also, I feel like they'd start calling him sticky. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it was it went from stig to sticky. There's no the way. It didn't. But yeah, dude, imagine like you're holding on to this for three days, and your biggest fear is people thinking you're crazy and that people are gonna laugh at you. And as soon as you come out to your mom and brother, their first reaction is to just fucking laugh at you. <laughs> And then yeah. put your shit on blast in the largest newspaper in Sweden. That is such oh, a yeah, dick were, move. Like, yeah, you're not. That would, be like if, that would be like if you told me you had an encounter in confidence and then I laughed at you and then called the New York Times. <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like that's just not OK. But yeah. But yeah, Nick, there you have it. That's the uh, the Swedish meatball story. <laughs> Swedish jellybacks. I'm going to go cry myself want, to sleep if, now. if Ikea does not have a... A, like a line of bean bags and they're not called the jelly bags. Swedish mean,
0: jelly bag. It's a missed opportunity. But you know what? I guarantee that not a lot of Swiss
1: people even know about this. True. It has to be filled with like Orbeez or something like that. It has to be like weird. It could just be a bean bag. I mean, it could just be a bean bag or you can just make it out of that slime. Mmm. No, I'd hate that. If it, if it busted open, that shit would make a mess everywhere.
0: Well, no, you put like, you put the slime in the core and then you get like a really thick, like a malleable rubber to go around it mm. and then you have i think it'd be
1: all right all right we'll look into this we'll uh <laughs> no we won't no <laughs> Nick, I'm we sorry. don't need to look into this i feel this. like the last two times you've come on i've just absolutely bummed you out
0: <laughs> like the, the one before this was fine It's i i genuinely like you can ask my mom i don't like i have a texture thing so
1: you're saying that the men in gall you would take that over yeah in any day? Any day Really?
0: Any day that's Because the men in the gold is really not going to come after me But it's going to, like, the for the gel The the flying Swedish jelly bags are going to try and pull me into the <laughs> ship And I gotta be honest with you I don't want that in my life No, yeah No way I, I'm into a lot of things I'm a pretty open-minded guy Yeah Fuck that gel
1: <laughs> Fuck that jelly <laughs> Fair. I mean, yeah, it's it's bad. But I mean at the same time, like, I bet they're kind of cute. No, if, they're not. They're just fucking jail. If they weren't aggressive, I bet they'd be cute. It's just like This is not this is not a ditto. It could be. It's not. It doesn't have a face. We don't know. But we do know because it's, it's sad. But it reminds, but just like it reminds me of like every anime now that my wife watches something like, I died and I'm reincarnated as a slime or I died and now I'm a slime farmer. So I just picture those slimes from those and it's cute, but I don't like that. They were doing a midsummer dance while basically torturing these two men. <laughs> it's like imagine this, <laughs> right. What are they going to do with them? Do they eat them? I don't know. Or do They they're, they're, they're turn them, into, they dissolve them. That's what I'm saying. It's like a gelatinous cube from a uh, Dungeons and Dragons, like, that kind of yeah. thing.
0: So like, th- let me ask you this. So they, they grab them, right? And the other ones yeah. are dancing. I like, ah, yeah, you know, like I'm, sure they're not, like,
1: I'm sure they're not singing a song, but in my head they are they're like going like oh like something like super fucked like, up like fucking the Chan.
0: dwarves in like Moria? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> like it's just I'm trying in my head it's way more haunting, but the jellies are way cuter. Like the scenario is super fucked up, but just like really cute jellies. It it's you're just telling me that it's it's more so I don't even know. I lost my train of thought. <sighs> Shit, all right, man. I well, had it and I lost it. <laughs> I'm really sorry I bummed you out. Uh, but hey, it's done. It's over. That's the story. It was a good story, though. Come on.
0: It's a great story. Dude punched a But fucking I, you know what makes me feel bad is like Stig now is never going to look at his friend the same way because he left his friend.
1: Yeah, I mean, it is fucked up. <laughs> Stig bailed. He was like, Hans is getting see you the, the fuck
0: later. Hans is getting like dissolved. I guarantee you that man lost at least an inch that day.
1: But yeah, but again, at the same time, Nick, I'm sorry, but if you were getting eaten by a jelly bag, I'm fucking out. I'm dipping, man. I'm out. Oh, dude, same. Listen, <laughs> I'll
0: take care of the dogs. I'll go over for tea with Allie every day, but like. Fuck that, Jill. Yeah, no, I get it. And honestly, at that point, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, too. <laughs> fuck you.
1: Fuck these jellies. I'm out of here. <laughs> Suck my dick. I'm out. Uh, all right, Nick. Deuces. <laughs> Tell the people what you got going on. Uh, if you want to, to plug your stuff. I know you got some shit going on. Yes. Yeah, so uh, our website
0: is finally up. Uh, we have some watches for sale. We have some YouTube content out. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I checked out your I'm YouTube really...
1: channel. One of those fucking videos already got like 200 something thousand views or some shit like yeah, that. It, wild. it
0: jumped up really quick. Yeah. Um, you know, things are going good. So give us a follow at a limited time on YouTube. Follow me on Instagram at neovintage.nick or unlimitedtime.lsc. And you can see ridiculously niche watch memes. Uh, <laughs> but it's super funny <laughs> to people who like watch memes. Speaking of, you know who I found out is, uh, becoming a watchmaker watchmaker. Oh, he like makes, he repairs watches. Um, Mutual friend. I have no idea. Tucker. Really? That seems like a yeah. Tucker job. I can see yeah, Tucker doing that. Been, we've been talking about it for a few weeks. He's been buying little uh, pieces of machinery. So Tucker, thank you for keeping it alive. Hell yeah, Tuck. Keep it, Keep up the
1: good work, buddy. Keep, keep it on ticking. All right. <laughs> Tick Tuck. It should be his, if he does a, if he makes, opens a shop that's like a watch repair. Ooh, that's a great, it's a great one. I'm gonna copyright it and then sell it to him, so that way I get a little cut of that. Uh, anyways, follow us on Instagram at cryptic cocktail, Twitter cryptic cocktail, follow us on TikTok at cryptic cocktail party, and I think that's everything I got to plug. Nicholas, 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 Nicholas. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say, do you want to say bye to everyone? Goodbye.